So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 94 for March 5th, 2005 17 i think my nephew's birthday is like in two or three days i am the worst uncle anyway joining <laughs> me this week we have nicole nick lotus robinson carroll yo she lives at a treehouse we have jerry parallax abstraction corcoran i can neither confirm nor deny that i am playing zelda at this very moment <laughs> and we have andrew roe mcfain Andrew Andrew Rowe McFain. Oh, good. Um, Thank you for having an easy to say name, though. That's that's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. At least I got that going for me. Right. It's true. Of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. And so let's go into what we've been playing this week. I'm going to skip over Parallax Abstraction, and we're going to talk about uh, Nick Lotus. That was pretty good. (laughs) Nick Lotus, <laughs> what games have you been playing? Who? Nick Lotus. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Everybody else is talking about Breath of the Wild, and I'm over here like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, y'all. Yeah. We, we, we got that game. I have that oh, on my desk beside me. I just haven't started it yet. <laughs> and uh, and that's that's a PS4 exclusive, but it's kind of... it could It could have been really what... It could have been Fallout 4 if it was good because there's lots of themes of like, you know, groups of people isolated from technological advances and social change and it's in a post-apocalyptic setting. And and there's a truly interesting, badass female protagonist and she does like parkour and all kinds of awesome stuff and she's amazing. And I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for every single female cosplayer to want to be her at cons now. Oh, that'll happen. <laughs> And let's see, what else did I play this week? Uh, I, I played a little bit of Project Gorgon, which is an MMO that's in alpha that is uh, partially spearheaded by a group of people who were on the development team for Asherid's Call before that game shut down. Right, right. It's pretty, I think it's I've... pretty, it's pretty interesting for an alpha. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, there's some stuff that needs to be beefed up, and you know some more or less contrived storylines and, and stuff like that. But it's, it's very promising right now. It's, it's free to play open alpha. And I'm actually going to be putting some, some videos up of my husband and I playing it in the next week. If you guys want to check out just what it looks like before you download it for yourself. So project Gorgon, uh, I've read a little bit about that. Aren't they doing something kind of weird with the characters in that and there was a game that i was reading about i think it was project gorgon where when it's actually released they wanted to do it so that your character permanently dies after a certain point like he ages Uh, so much that he dies i don't know about that i don't know i don't know if that's the same game uh this one actually is it's got a really interesting approach to death because in the beginning you actually get every time you die you get death experience points that you could put into skills later on in the game. And in the beginning, every, every time that you die in a unique way, you get 50 death XP. And so I kind of just want to run through the game and see how about all the different ways I can die to get death XP. That's really that's a really clever way to also get you to explore 
and yeah. and whatnot because and take risks because even if you die, you don't really you, you still gain something. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not and it's not like yeah, and it's not like the the team, you know, these guys worked on Asherin's call. It's not like Asherin's call where when you die, you drop stuff and have to go find your corpse to get your crap back. Yeah, that's always fun. That's I love that. Mm. Um I also love uh death when you die, you lose experience points. That's always good. Oh, that's um, BS. <laughs> Uh, it, it really depends. Some games, uh, like Final Fantasy XI, it did the, or it does, where you die, you lose a certain amount of your experience points, but none of your items lose durability because there is no durability system in that game. So, uh, like with World of Warcraft, you lose, uh, durability to where your items can basically be useless. So it's, it's a give or take, which, uh, I hate durability on weapons, and I'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, have you played anything else, Nick Lotus? Uh, well, I kind of—I've I've been getting back into Pokemon Go, and you know, of course, now Snubbull is the new Pidgey. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, uh, and what else? Let's see. I've played a little bit of uh, Ruby Grim Eclipse, which is the game that's based on the Rooster Teeth animated series Ruby R W B Y, and it's it's a fun little beat 'em up. But I don't know if there's much more to it. I'm also going to be putting up gameplay footage of that in the next week, so watch for that. And that's it for for this week. Okay. And what about you, Andrew Roa McVean? Uh, I know uh, Roa McVean. I know you've been playing through uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Is that the name of it? Yeah, I, I rented yep. it last night. Oh, you rented it? I did. Wow. It's, it's you can actually time. go to places to rent stuff now? Oh, it's Redbox, I bet, isn't it? Yeah, it is Redbox. You're I, right. Okay. There are we have an actual rental place down the street that's substantially cheaper than Redbox, but I care more about convenience than cost, which is <laughs> why I'm buying Instacart groceries right now. Um, so, but, but I want you to know that we actually have a Blockbuster in my town, and we have a Blockbuster in the town over from me. Oh, nice. Huh. So, yeah. Anyway, go Mine, on. mine's a family. We got a family video down the street that, like, you can rent for five. It's like five nights for like six bucks. It's it's really nice. But do you, it. You know, I have to open an account and like actually drive down there and go inside. And it's, I would rather just walk up to Walgreens and uh, push a button and get my game. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, go on. Know. Yeah, it is. Um. It is really surprisingly good after the first two hours. Um, the the first hour and a half to two hours, though, uh, almost made me quit. Like I almost really? went, "Wow, this isn't even worth playing." Yeah, I heard it's got a really slow start. Yeah. Oh, so slow. Like, it, I, it, I don't know what they thought with that like what they thought they were doing if they were just going to be like yeah character development and all this shit and it's like can i please just go kill robot dinosaurs please <laughs> I, wonder. I, well, I mean and i did notice with and that's one thing i did kind of appreciate about it if for, maybe for people who are who are new to this type of game it's a very robust tutorial section yeah. but i thought but I, but I thought it was still engaging even if parts were slow there was a lot of good story there and, and like you said, character development. But I mean, I, I'm more I'm more interested in character development than a lot of people who play these kind of games, though. Yeah, I, I mean, my my wife is is all an English major and whatnot, so she does care about that. And and she was like, it does do a really good job of like building up the character and all that. And I I definitely must say that 
the motivation your character has to go on this quest is fantastic. Uh, and yeah, it's unique. Yeah, it, it's really great. Um, I do, however, wish that she would shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> the protagonist yeah. or your wife? Yes, the the protagonist. Oh, okay. Because they they have this this idea, I guess, the writers or whoever, that you can't possibly explain anything in text on the screen. Ever. Oh, oh okay. you can't, well, yeah. po- And you can't possibly rely on the player to think at, at all. Everything has to be outlined from a, with a monologue from the main character. And like, yeah. it's, it, it, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm more upset about it than I should be, but it's just really annoying for her to constantly explain every single thing that I have already thought for minutes. Like, oh, yeah. oh, that's the alarm. I don't want that to go off. Oh, I guess they don't see me anymore. Like, yeah, I know the little exclamation points over their heads went away. I know that that, that they, they can't see me anymore. I know that's the alarm. The guy from five minutes ago just told me that. Yes, I know there's a robot dinosaurs. We've seen them ten times now. Stop pointing them out. Yeah, some of her, yeah, some some of her chatter when you're running around kind of reminded me of how uh, how Geralt just kind of had a running commentary all through Witcher Three. <laughs> he did, yes. The, the, and like, other other than that, I I do like her as a character, and I while I don't think that the like the emotional options you get because they're not like good or bad. They're just like how you want to react to a situation choices. Yeah. I don't think that those are going to like account amount for anything, but I do like how varied they seem to be, or at least the impression that they give off of being varied. Like there's a lot going for this game and I like it. Um, good. I, I might buy it. I don't know. It depends on how long it takes me to beat it. If, right. if I if I feel like I'm getting close by like the three day mark, then I won't buy it. But I might try to get it used in a couple of months or something. Okay. Have you played anything else? Wait, wait. I thought I saw you playing Tabletop Simulator. Were you playing that? Um, I might have. I I started a couple of games up on Friday, and we played for a little while because I was at my buddy John's. Yeah. But we we didn't really do a whole lot with those because we were really drunk. And, <laughs> yeah, um, we got tired pretty quickly, but yeah, no, not really. I'm, I'm in mostly uh, trying to get a, a capture setup going so that uh, I can basically just have my wife be a streaming machine and uh, play Project Eva all day while, uh, you know, making content for me. Oh, so, so you're using your wife. Uh, yeah. Okay, good. That, that's how you should do it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And Jerry Corcoran, what games have you been playing? Um, well, I mean, we'll gush about Zelda a little later, I'm sure. But yes, um, we know it's fantastic. Yeah, the best it is. Game ever but, made. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I played seven hours of that yesterday. But um, no, other than that, um, the two main things this week is I've been continuing to make slow dents in Neo uh, on the PS4, uh, which is yeah, that game is. Uh, a real bastard sometimes, but it's still a lot of fun and really, really satisfying. Uh, I'm still quite enjoying that. Uh, and I also played this week um, uh, the 
partially locally developed uh, River City Ransom Underground, which was the is the the kickstarted uh, indie uh, proper sequel, actually to the that that sort of cult classic NES brawler. Uh, it's been in development forever. It was kickstarted almost four years ago. Uh, and it finally came out. Uh, so I played a bunch of that. I did a video on it on my channel. Um, I like it. It's uh, it, it keeps a lot of what fans of River City Ransom would want to see in a sequel. It also keeps a couple of the more frustrating elements of it. But I still think that's probably what people would have wanted. Uh, it's, it's good. It's, uh, it unfortunately does feel despite how long it was not only in development, but how long it's beta was, it did have a backer beta that lasted months. Uh, it's shipped pretty te it technically crappy. Uh, the, it, there's a major bug right now that they have yet to fix where if you play the game in online co-op, none of your progress saves. Oh, that's unless good. You're the host. <laughs> Uh, so that shipped, uh, it shipped like that. Uh, there was a couple of broken quests, uh, when it, uh, when it came out, it's the multiplayer is, so it's cool that it has all, well, one, it's four players instead of two, like the NES game, which is cool. And it has online and local co-op, which is also cool, but the online is kind of pointless if you're not playing with friends because the, matchmaking doesn't show you any information about the game you're joining so it doesn't show you how many players are in it what characters they're playing what levels they are what point in the story the person is anything so if you join someone's multiplayer game it just drops you right in wherever they happen to be so you can have things majorly spoiled or you can be at a section of the game that you're way too under leveled for or uh, other things like that it's just completely random and it's not particularly uh great so the online the public online feels kind of pointless. It's definitely a game to play with friends, but uh, it looks really good. All the pixel art was and animations were hand done. Um, it looks amazing, and it's uh, yeah, it is a lot of fun if you like River City Ransom, which I did. Uh, it's just maybe wait till they get a couple of the bugs ironed out first. But it's uh, I'm glad I backed it. It's definitely pretty good. Okay, um, my, my my brother was my brother backed it too, and we were talking about playing it on my channel. So I've heard of this. It it, it sounds cool. Yeah, he yeah, did a it, he did a video on it. It's on its uh, YouTube if you want. Yeah, to yeah, check I'll have it to watch it, it. It's really good. Uh, I'm and I'm I'm doing a re uh, because I realized that for some reason I never did a retro flashback on the original, even though it's one of my favorite NES games. That's one of two videos I do have going up this week, so people can compare as well. But it's uh, no, it's a good time. I mean, you can play it by yourself as well, but it's um, it's not really scaled for that, so it will be a lot harder if you play it by yourself. Uh, but you certainly can. But it feels like a game that was really built around playing with uh, with up to three friends. Uh, that's kind of the way to do it. The tier I backed it at, I got three extra keys, so I gave them out to a couple of friends of mine, and we're going to try it out at some point and see uh, how it is. But uh, yeah, I've been liking it. So it's been uh, yeah, it was that Neo and. Uh, I also bought Fast RMX on the on the Switch as well, which is a sequel to Fast Racing Neo, which was like a a much smaller indie developed kind of like an F Zero ish racing game. Um, they did a version for the Switch that has new tracks and new cars. It's still really fun too. Um, and then yeah, other than that, it's yeah. I I did buy Horizon Zero Dawn, but I haven't actually started it yet. But I'm looking forward to to doing that. And I yeah, just, Zelda will consume my life, I'm sure. Yeah, I just need to quit my job. That's all. That's mm -hmm. what I need to do. I need to quit yeah. so I can play video games all day. I need so. some, like, benefactor to just be like, yeah, here's $20 million so you never need to work again. And uh, right? that'd be perfect. I need a sugar mama. That's what I need. Yeah, that too. 
anyway, I, me, that's me. I've been playing, let's see what games, uh, Lost Odyssey, I've been playing that. And that's a great game. I love, I love Lost Odyssey. Uh, before I played it about a decade ago and I never beat it. And so I'm playing it again and uh, it's just as good as I remember. And I've only teared up a few times. And I've also been playing Legend of Zelda, which is fantastic. And What's that? I've never heard of that. Yeah, you know, it's it's a little <laughs> game. It's made by this indie developer. And yeah. uh, no, little it, indie team, you know, <laughs> just a little indie team over in Japan. Yep. And uh, it has some like it kind of has outdated graphics. Uh, it's still it's still pretty fun. Uh, and the voice it's acting. So seventh gen of consoles, this thing. Ugh. Yeah the the voice acting is uh, it, it's okay, but there's just not not enough of it. You don't have your prota- protagonist kind of narrating what's going on. So no, that's I think the real there's problem. Not, there's not nearly enough self commentary. <laughs> yeah, I think the real problem is that there's not in the, there's not a Japanese option. That that would be nice. Um. Uh, that's one thing I do like about, uh, I believe Lost Odyssey will let you use the Japanese most, voices. Most uh, Japanese release games will let you do that. It's just Nintendo doesn't understand anything yeah. at but, all. But uh, there there are a lot of really good things about uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It is amazing. Apparently, it... There's some frame rate issues. I haven't really experienced any of them, or if I have, they're so minimal that they don't really affect gameplay. Most of what I saw was that it it kind of went away for the most part after the initial plateau. Yeah. Uh, and, and once you get out in the actual game, everything's pretty smooth, other than if there's like a lot of stuff going on at once. Right. Um, and also, if you play in portable mode, like nothing nothing bad happens at all. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, Parallax Abstraction was saying. He's playing in portable ro- yeah. mode right now, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, portable mode, basically, it, it drops it down to 720p. Uh, so because the problem that the game has, uh, I watched a Digital Foundry video on this on both the Wii U and the Switch, is that uh, when the frame rate chugs, it seems to be at different points when it's trying to stream data off the disc or the card. And when it's in portable mode, because it's a 720p, it's not loading in as much data, so it doesn't it doesn't hitch as much. Yeah, uh, they seem to theorize that that's something they could maybe fix with a patch. So I, I hope that's the case, but uh, I hope they can. But it's not too noticeable. I, f- I found it's not too terrible. The only problem I have it, with the the Nintendo Switch so far is that is the Joy Cons and not the the uh, the functionality because the functionality is fine. I've had a couple desync issues, but nothing you know game breaking. I even find the grip to be pretty comfortable. Like, I don't... Yeah, surprisingly. I I wish there was a D-pad on the left Joy-Con. That would be nice, uh, other than Mm -hmm. just the the four buttons. But it's really, you know, not an uncomfortable thing once you get used to it. The thing I don't like about them is that there's no way to charge them out of the box except for hooking them up to your Switch. Uh, And so... I went down to GameStop to buy a uh, buy a pro controller, and they don't have any in. And they said that they only received like six of them. And did they you check also Walmart. Out. I did not check Walmart. My my Walmart um, had 
I think two on display. So oh, nice. I'll, I might. I managed to grab one from Amazon before they ran out of stock. Uh, right. I didn't pre-order one, but I went and looked, and I was like, "Holy crap! You actually have them!" Yoink. Yeah. Um. The reason I want to go to games overpriced though, just like yeah. the charging grip. Holy yeah. crap! Accessories for this thing are a ripoff. Oh, they are. I, well, I was gonna go and um, I was gonna get. Uh, $15, I have a $15 gift card, so I would have got $15 mm. off, which made it, which would made it a little bit more reasonable at $55. And they didn't even have the charging grip on it out there. So I wanted to purchase the charging grip just so that I could charge my Joy-Cons and play the game without having to quit. Cause it, it came up and said I had low battery life on my Joy-Cons. I'm like, no, cause I had to then quit the game and put them on the on the switch while I did something else. Cause I wanted to stream it. So yeah. at least they, uh, apparently when the joy cons are fully charged, have like something like 20 hours of battery life or something. They're pretty, yeah. they, you don't have to charge them much at least. Right. I also got one, two switch, but I haven't played that yet since I have no friends. And so, why would you get that if you don't have any friends? Uh, because I ordered a why bundle. I, I ordered a bundle. Oh, it looks like shit. But I ordered a bundle and uh, I want my, I'm thinking I do my, my Monday night streams are usually a a party game type thing. And I'm trying to get my friends, Eric and Casey to come over and then we could stream one, two switch. So hack in, uh, need to hack in some kind of online play to that thing. (laughs) That would be something. I don't, I don't know if we could do it because it would be, I don't know if that would even be possible with some of them. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, probably not, no. They are getting Jackbox Party Pack for the Switch, which means nothing. But mm. it is a it is a really weird like I, I guess they just need as many games as possible, but it's like you're never gonna play that in portable mode. Right. You're not never. gonna crowd like five people around that fucking seven inch screen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh you could. I mean theoretically you could. I you think it's could, like six, but... I think it's six and a half inches, something like that. Whatever. Anyway, it's a, it's a Nexus or yeah, Nexus Seven. Uh, the, we can yeah, go basically. on and on about how awesome Legend of Zelda is, and the paragliding is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the shrines. I found a. Sh- I found two shrines. Um, don't go there yet, Parallax, because they are they kicked my ass. There was yeah. one that was called a moderate test of strength, and oh. I died. Like one hit would take away like three of my hearts. I was going to say, and then, and then it just turned into Dark Souls. Right. And I, I was able, after like five tries, I was able to beat it. Jesus. But then but then they also had uh, across the ocean uh, a little bit. You can see the shrine from the one, that shrine from the, the moderate test of strength. There is a major test of strength. Oh, God. And uh, don't go to that one because it's bad. The moderate test of strength did, however, give me a weapon with 45 attack power. Oh, that's all right. So that was, that was it's pretty a, good. One interesting thing I will say about Zelda that's surprising that uh, a couple of reviewers have said, too, is that this game actually, depending on what you choose to do at the beginning, can actually be surprisingly, like, tough. Like it's actually not, uh, you know, it's not, it, it, it doesn't necessarily wind you up to things. It can actually be uh, pretty challenging and you can die a, a lot in the beginning of it, which is not always something you expect from, uh, right. from one of I, these games. I don't it's kind like of refreshing the, though. 
I don't like the durability on the weapons. They seem to be bad. The the yeah, they're not. I, I mean, I don't mind that there is durability, but I, probably some more would have been nice. Yeah, having a little bit more hits with certain weapons because if you have a metal weapon and you hit somebody like twenty times and it breaks, so yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Very but true. I'm imagining that's going to change once you get the master sword. One would hope. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the master sword doesn't break, and and that you could kind of just use that from then on. Except for when it's lightning outside and you get struck by lightning and die. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I had fairies. Yes, also, oh, did you actually watch that part? Was that? No, I think somebody snapped me. Oh, okay. how it, if you if you have something metal. Like, it'll just shock whatever you have that's metal. Yeah, and so you have to unequip all the metal items that you have. Yeah. Um, also, you can cook fairies. <laughs> just so you know. Make sure they're alive when you do it. They're fresher that way. Yeah, yeah, you can you can kill fairies and cook them. <laughs> Which was amazing. Remarkably morbid, but... Uh, it's effective. Yeah. They give you so many hearts. I'm sure it does. I'm sure they do, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe whenever you're doing it, they're going, Yes, like, kill me! Put <laughs> boil my flesh! <laughs> maybe they like it, is what you're trying to say. I like the boiling. All right, they, let, they, let's... They want to die. Oh, before, we, before we gush uh, too much about Legend of Zelda, let's move mm-hmm. on and start talking about Shenmue. Shenmue 1 and 2, there was, there's a rumor going around that they're going to remaster in a double pack this year at some point. Shinmu 1 and 2 for uh I'm probably Xbox 1 and PlayStation 4 which Why the hell not? Be uh <laughs> I because they never sell very well maybe maybe that's why. I guess. Uh, uh, I after, after I mean the, I was saying that hype. kind of snidely but yes. <laughs> I I like Shinmu. I really do. I played some of Shinmu 1 and I beaten Shinmu 2. And mm. I backed Shinmu 3. So Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I I got like I think it was $29 or something to back it. So it wasn't I'm okay. not going to be out a ton of money if it doesn't get made. That's I didn't funny. but I didn't back like $10,000 like some people. Yeah. I so, watched Giant Bomb play through Shenmu 1 and I was just like, "Oh my god, why did people ever think this was good?" <laughs> it was good and the voice acting was night. amazing. Uh, I mean, it was cool in the sense that it was kind of a you know, a pseudo open world thing back in an era when that wasn't really a deal and whatnot, but oh my god, I just watched it and it just I don't know, it looked intensely boring to me, but also maybe it was it's probably one of those things where you had to be there. Yeah, I one thing I really like about Shenmue, and that's a problem I have with a lot of open-world games nowadays, like uh, Grand Theft Auto or whatnot, is that you could go into the arcade and actually play arcade games in Shinmu. You could go and yeah. actually play darts. With, I hate it when... I, I know it's a little thing, but it kind of takes me out of the experience. When I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and I go into a bar and there's a pool table and I can't play pool. Yeah. And that's very that is very cool, and that's something that uh, well that 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 team has kind of gone on to make the the Yakuza games, and yeah, the the Yakuza games you can do that as well. Yakuza is uh, basically which, Shenmue. 
Yeah, and, and which and, is funny because I actually enjoy that. I enjoy that series more. I have Yakuza Zero here as well, which I have to start. But yeah, I, I I did like the fact that it was a world where you could do a bunch of stuff in it, and none of it was necessary. It's just you could if you wanted to, which is which is neat that they have that attention to detail. Right, and I think that having a double pack, and especially if the double pack's not full price, if it's like forty bucks. That would be very good, especially to build hype for Shenmue 3 when that finally comes out. Is this being done by the the uh, Yu Suzuki's company, or is it is this like a something Sega's doing on their own? I would imagine it would be Sega. This is just a rumor, of course. Uh, it says, according to Rice Digital, Sega is going to be going a lot further than just Shenmue 3. As a source from Atlas USA can inform them there will supposedly be a Shenmue 1 and 2 remastered released this year. Hmm. So that's pretty much all it is. There's no there's no real information on it because it's just a rumor. Most likely it's not going to get made, but it, I I would buy it if it if it was made because i played Shin a lot of japanese publishers love their remasters these days so hey you never know and how much money is it going to cost them to remaster it compared to uh making this is assuming of course it's even a remaster and them just not slapping them in an emulator and saying here you go yeah i could see that happening too it could be it depends if it's a remaster or a re-release right so but even then are any of you people, you people, interested you in people. Uh, Shinmu One and Two Remaster? <laughs> no, I haven't played. I haven't played the first two. I mean, I, I've, it's it's supposed to be a pretty popular title. I I don't know. I might be willing to give it a shot. The Yakuza Zero game though looks pretty cool. I've had no interest in any of the Yakuza games before, but the new one looks cool. So let me know yeah. how it is. Yakuza. Yeah, I've four. heard good things. I want to give it a try. I played Yakuza 4 as my first Yakuza game, and it blew my mind, and I love the series now, and it, it gave me more interest in playing Shenmue, but right. back when I played Yakuza 4, the only Dreamcast emulator I could find did not work, Yeah. so uh, I, I, I'd, I'd be interested in it, and it... I agree with the idea that I if it does get made, it's going to be as some kind of tie-in with it, with, with Shenmue 3 coming out. So they'll, they'll be like, they'll probably announce a release date or something for Shenmue 3, and they'll be like, in the meantime, if you want to catch up on the story, Shenmue 1 and 2, $40. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, Seems like something would, that would be, would probably make some easy money because it would get, you know, a few new people interested, and I'm sure fans would just be happy to buy it and play them again. Well, it's like yeah. any anytime they re-release, like, Final Fantasy VII, like, yeah. How many times do people? How many times have have people bought Final Fantasy VII or even Final Fantasy X and X two, which were crappier than Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. So, uh, like, I bought I bought Final Fantasy X and two uh, X two remaster for the PlayStation Three. So, and I hate Final Fantasy X two. Ten's okay. Ten <laughs> two is fucking terrible. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's move on. Let's talk about Oculus. And so there's a they're having a bad time right now. They are. Zenimax has sued them previously for using part of their tech, I believe. And now there's they're hoping to get an injunction so that Oculus cannot sell the Rift at this point 
until I believe all the stuff is all the legal stuff is settled. Well, is it's the it's the SDK until they take out their tech. Oh, okay. Because yeah. what the what what I think the original lawsuit was about was that Oculus uh, took one of Zenimax's team members, who then provided information that violated an NDA that Zenimax had, oh. uh, which led to Oculus's software, you know, coming to fruition. Yeah, what- and they 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 said that they stole trade secrets as well, which is a charge they actually lost, but they did. Uh, win the charge of breaking NDA and I think violating copyright. Oh. Yeah. Um, which is why this, they're still uh, trying for the injunction. I mean, it's a pretty normal tactic. I mean, they're tr- they want to get, you know, they they want to get uh they're, they're they're trying to get Facebook to settle for more money than they won in the lawsuit. Uh yeah. to basically be like, well, if you pay us more money, we'll, you know, we'll we'll make sure that this goes away, but uh I yeah, I I'm not enough of a lawyer to know what the chances are of them actually winning the injunction or not, but apparently it's a pretty standard thing that they asked for it. They're, they, I mean, by the sound of it, they're they're not being patent trolls or copyright trolls, but they are. They're being pretty petty in all yeah. this, and yeah. that's that's right. Because, like, usually this would only make sense if they were in the same market, but they're not. I mean, yeah. o- Oculus. Oculus doesn't. I guess they do publish games, but they're specific. They're very specific games, like. And Zenimax all... is not trying to develop their own VR headset. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Like these these guys operate on mutually exclusive markets, and at the same time, like Oculus would even be helpful to Zenimax in growing, even with this this insider information shit. So it it all seems pretty petty to me, but the yeah, yeah the injunction is on. Uh, use of Oculus software. So I guess whatever information they think was was stolen or whatever, it uh, it has something to do with the way that the Oculus SDK is set up, which would make sense with uh, ZeniMax because I mean they all they are is a software company. So uh, yeah, was it John? Uh, it's something with John Carmack, I guess. You're John Carmack. No. But no. yeah, I, uh, I I didn't read too much into this story. I don't know everything that's going on in the background, but I just put I it hate... on the list without reading it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, oh, I read I read it. I just didn't. It's been like over a week since I read it, so I don't really care if Facebook loses money. Sue them for everything. I don't care. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Pretty much. They can afford how many billion? They spent a billion dollars buying Oculus. I, so, I, I, I wouldn't even two care. Two billion, if they actually. Afford it. Oh, was it two billion? I thought it was one. I thought it was two billion. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I thought it was one if it billion. Was but... one, that would mean yeah. that would mean Oculus means as much to Facebook as fucking uh, Instagram did. <laughs> yes, mm. They just, I think they have just like a, a board and they just throw a dart at it and that's how many billions of dollars they spend <laughs> on something. They're like, oh, I'm going to buy you for $3 billion. All right, good. Well, of course, we're dealing with two companies who really, they're not going to see a significant loss no matter how much they have to pay out. Zenimax owns id and Bethesda. And I don't know. I'm, I'm that's I am inclined to sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I am inclined to sign with side with Zenimax just because 
you know, it is intellectual property stuff. And also, you know, aside from the disappointment that was Fallout 4, I basically love all their games <laughs> as far as Bethesda games. Well, and it's interesting too when you read into this case a little bit that uh, like I've done I've done some reading on the the, the actual case and it kind of looks like it's not a case of one company is just being a dick to the other one. It kind of looks like they both did some shady stuff in this situation. Like it looks yeah. like you know <laughs> what what uh, Oculus and Facebook did to Zenimax was definitely not above board either. Like Zenimax is probably being kind of dicky about it, but at the same time, they're not necessarily wrong in every case either. Yeah, so it's, sort of, th this is definitely yeah, not a, this is definitely not a virtuous thing. Like it's two kind of companies that have a history of doing scummy things that are, that are just duking it out. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like two mob bosses going, Hey, you screwed me over more than I screwed you over. <laughs> To so which then, my answer is just dig two <laughs> holes in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. To, to which my to which my to which my answer is, you know, just just share the profits from from Oculus. I mean, figure out some sort of some sort of arrangement where their Xenomax is getting some kind of royalties for for the technology they're using. They're probably just going to get very a well end up in that, right? But they want they don't want to. They obviously don't want to. Oculus doesn't want to have to consider that until they're until they're up against it. So they're hoping that they can maybe win the argument before then, right? So they'll drag yeah. this out for a while, and then at some point they'll be like, "All right, fine, we'll settle," and then that'll be that. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much what's going to happen. So yep. going on with this story, and then we're going to switch over to something else. Uh, did you guys notice that the Oculus plus the controllers, the the touch controllers, dropped by a hundred? dollars each so it's now oh, yeah. six it's Big now six hundred dollars yeah it's now six hundred dollars to get uh the headset and the controllers that is pretty cool so it dropped by what uh 25 percent something like that yeah. I mean, the biggest tempting. thing far and away that the, that uh, that VR <laughs> needs is to get less expensive if they want it to 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 have mainstream appeal. So Absolutely. somebody had to pull the trigger on this first. So yeah. I'm I'm glad they did. For now, HTC is saying they have no plans to cut the Vive price, but I don't see that sticking, especially if the sales shift. I mean, yeah, the, the, they're gonna say they have no plans to cut the price until they cut the price. <laughs> right, and How and I'm sorry, go on, Nick Lotus. Oh, I was just going to say, how how is how are PSVR sales doing in comparison to these other VR platforms? Actually, you know what's interesting? Uh, I read a, it's funny you mentioned that, I read an interesting article about that the other day, which is that apparently, though there hasn't been a lot of buzz around PSVR since it came out and not a lot of new game announcements, Sony actually said in an interview that it sold better than they anticipated, especially, oddly enough, especially in Japan. Uh, hmm. where consoles are actually not as big a deal anymore. Uh, they actually sold, it's actually apparently very hard to find in the US right now, and it's almost impossible to find in Japan because they said they have sold uh, their initial target, which they thought was modest, which was to sell a million headsets by April. They beat that target in February. Nice. So uh, interestingly, cool. which I was kind of like, huh, given that there hasn't been much hype around it since it shipped, I was like, that's kind of interesting. But uh, I think it shows that, you know, even though it's not as good a headset, price matters. Right. That's <laughs> what know? I was yeah. thinking. Even for, for me, even $400 for a headset is too much money. So yeah. it, like $400, it's like that's not a, a drop in the bucket. That's that's quite a bit of money. No. 
No. So well, I, mean, I mean, when I had the option last year, I bought a very high-end GPU instead of that because I was like, the high-end GPU can benefit every game, whereas VR is only for a select group of titles, and there's still... There are a handful of bigger games coming out for it now, but by and large, it's still a lot of gimmicks and tech demo stuff, and I'm like, I just can't justify that to myself. Yeah. Mm, and it, it Not just yet. makes more sense, really, really to me, it just makes more sense to have VR as a peripheral for an existing console than a console in and of itself. Right. Yeah. And and that's I mean, right now we've got the the PlayStation VR at 400. We have the Oculus with the controllers at 600. Mm-hmm. And we have the Vive with the controllers at 800. Yeah, and that's and the latter two both need a pretty good PC as well. So yeah, so I if you all the the cheapest of course would be the PlayStation because you can buy a PlayStation for for two to three hundred dollars depending on what bundle you get and when you buy it, and you can get the PlayStation VR for uh, four hundred dollars, so around seven hundred dollars for a for VR on your PlayStation Four. Otherwise, you have to spend probably five or six hundred dollars on the computer plus six hundred dollars on the oculus so that's a lot yeah. of money to to drop in you know twelve or eleven twelve hundred dollars when yeah. you can the investment is still very significant yeah so yeah. and i and but, i know a row but i mean if they can VR. if somebody had to pull the trigger on getting this stuff to start getting cheaper and i'm glad somebody's finally done it because that's what's yes. going to make it work ultimately so right so uh, let's move on. Let's talk about our favorite YouTube, which oh, they, goody. they what never have they done do now. They never <laughs> do anything wrong. Actually, I I kind of like what they're doing right now. Oh yeah, they are oh, doing. That's always nice. They are doing YouTube TV. Oh yeah, another thing that's not in fucking Canada. <laughs> oh. uh, sorry, but nobody th- like Canada. Nobody we likes. We can't Canada. even get YouTube Red up here. God damn it! Oh fuck! Just, I'm, I'm not Instagram moving up there. <laughs> I, I'm not going to talk about that. But. So, so for thirty five dollars a month, subscribers to YouTube TV will get forty three channels of live TV, according to the current lineup. So that's not too bad. Now there are some big ones there. Uh, EW, Fox News, yeah. MSNBC yeah. Sports uh, from Fox and ESPN. That is really big because people like sports for some reason. Uh, they also have <laughs> specialty channels like Sci-Fi, National Geographic. Oh, Siffy. Oh, yeah. Siffy. The Siffy channel. <laughs> and then you also, they're missing some stuff. So anything from Viacom or Time Warner. So no CNN, Shocker. no Cartoon Network. <laughs> Uh, also, no HBO, but they do have some some good ones. Looking through the list, they have FX, they have okay. CW, Disney. Okay. Okay. They have uh, the Disney Channel. Let's see anything else that's coming out. CNBC, YouTube uh, Red Originals are on there. Yeah. Showtime. The, the, so the big so the big one for me is actually oh, like USA. Oh, like the Pie Oh. Yeah. So, so they actually have yeah, too soon for sure. <laughs> they they have USA Network, which is what uh, WWE Raw and SmackDown are on. So that was I, that's one thing. Like I actually I pay I have a a TV at my house. Uh, I have a cable subscription, and we don't get USA Network with my cable subscription. And so for thirty five dollars a month, I could cancel my cable subscription and use USA Network. Uh, on on YouTube TV, 
thing I I don't know quite what the comparison is, but Sling TV has Cartoon Network and most of these other channels. Yeah, because it has is Adult it a Swim. Central? Oh, I think it does. Hmm. But don't sure. you, Comedy Central now, Cartoon Network are my big ones. Now with Sling, do you need to have the box? Because I know you have to buy a box with Sling, right? They they no. have they have Sling boxes. No, you're you're you no, used you're to thinking have to buy of a Sling box, but not anymore. You're okay. thinking of a of a different service that I think uh, Dish Network bought called the Sling Box. Oh, okay. Uh, Sling, oh yeah. Sling TV yeah. is just a separate service. They have Comedy Central, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. Um, let's see, Sci-Fi and FX are in there. USA is in there, and you get all of these for twenty-five dollars a month. Well, okay, I want to put this on here though, that with YouTube TV, you also get YouTube Red. So essentially, for you, okay, so you it's pay twenty dollars a month. Twenty-five. Well, it's it's twenty because I pay fifteen for the family thing, which you'd probably want to do that because with Sling TV. For twenty five a month, you also can watch it on three different TVs at once. And oh, okay. I um, bet that if you're not paying for some kind of family thing, you don't get to share that. Oh, wait. yeah, offers up to oh, offers up to six accounts, three stream at once. Okay, that's okay, weird. That's okay. all right. Yeah, that's not bad. That's but actually not. That's actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, so you're you're essentially paying the same price, but you are getting. I don't know if you're getting fewer channels, but you're getting different channels. Right. Um, you are getting the ESPNs included on YouTube TV, whereas for with Sling TV, you can either get the sports channels but miss out on local broadcasting and like True TV and a few others, uh, or you can get all of them and it's forty dollars. Right. So if you if you already use YouTube Red, this does seem like a pretty good deal. Except not having Adult Swim is kind of a deal breaker for me because uh, I, I, yeah, I'm seriously considering getting Sling TV specifically to watch Samurai Jack. That makes mm. sense, right? So uh, this is actually I mean, pretty- hey, more. You know, ultimately, more competition's good. I just like I would consider these things. I I know why. Ulti- you know, I'm flipping about why they're not available in Canada. It's licensing nightmare bullshit. That's oh, yeah. the main reason. I'm sure YouTube would. I don't know why we don't have Red up here. That I find very strange. But I'm sure they would love to launch this service in Canada. It's just, yeah, so many I, content providers sign deals like huge long-term deals with the broadcasters in this country before these were an option. That it's going to be a long time. Do you have Google Play Music? Yes, we do. Okay, I do have that and I subscribe to it. And that's the annoying thing is that I believe in the States, if you subscribe to Google Play Music, you just get red included in that. Yeah, that's why that's why I have YouTube red is because I already had play music. But I was and I pay the same amount for music as (laughs) I I pay $10 a month, the same as people in the US do, but I don't get red. (laughs) Well, that's what I was wondering is maybe it was like a thing where they they didn't want to include one service without the other. But maybe it's uh. Maybe it's like an advertiser thing. It might be. I mean, there there are uh, the ad inventory, and I know this running a channel. Uh, the ad inventory, if you're a YouTuber in Canada, is much much less because most of the big ad buys are done to only display in U.S. the U.S. territory. 
Um, so maybe it doesn't make economic sense for YouTube to do it. I'm not sure. I'm sure they have a very documented MBA certified business reason for it. It just fucking sucks. <laughs> so I'm just wondering. I would pay for it if I could have it, but I can't. <laughs> I'm wondering Wait. with YouTube TV if they'll later on include more channels. I would imagine that this would be kind of a test to see interest yeah. and then if they make if enough it's successful money. i'm sure it'll be easier to get other networks to sign on if they can say look how good this is doing you know and yeah yeah but it's a good pretty good reasonable starting lineup it sounds like yeah it looks pretty good i mean i really don't care about sports and they have a lot of sport they have espn espn 2 and espn 3 uh they also have fox sports um, they had an ad so there's two add-on services that you can pay extra, probably like ten bucks a month extra. Uh, one was Showtime, and the other one was uh, Fox Soccer Plus. Um, okay. They also have ESPN Having News. Showtime is a pretty decent get. Oh yeah, yeah. They have ESPN News. Uh, they have golf. <laughs> like they oh, have boy. a they have the a old ton. person's package. They have a ton <laughs> of of sports that they should take out i think but i think what they did was they made a uh does disney disney owns espn yes they do yes. and so they made a deal with disney and so they got all of the espn stuff from disney most likely I wouldn't, and you know I wouldn't, what too a lot of people i know in the states who want to be cord cutters and aren't is because of live sports yeah. So if they can say, hey, we have a ton of live sports, I bet they'll have an easier time of getting more people to to cut the cord to that than they would without it. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah I know I know people who would who who cannot stand paying for TV service up here, but it's the only way they can watch the NHL at home. So if they could do that online, <laughs> they'd be like, yep, friggin' screw these people. But yeah, this is funny to me that they, they care about the NHL. Yeah, well, it's what's the national sport, dude? This is where this is where I am from. It is the most pop. I mean, hey, I, I'm not a hockey nut, but I'll watch hockey before I'll watch baseball and football as well. So, well, yeah, at least I, I at least too. there's real violence in hockey. Um, there is, and then there's another subscription service coming from another company that is kind of unlikely. Microsoft is releasing a subscription service for video games on the Xbox. This is pretty neat, actually. Yeah. I have been waiting so long for this. So yeah. Xbox One is going to be getting a, a subscription service. Have they named it? Have they named the subscription service? Uh, Xbox, Xbox Game, Game Pass, Pass is okay. the name of it. Yes. It's $10 a month, and you get a ton of games for $10 a month that you can download and play. Now, yeah. there are Xbox limits. One and backwards compatible 360 games. Yeah. So they the lineup that they have right now showing... On this screen, I see we see Halo 5, we see Saints Row, Mad Max, NBA 2K16, Batman, Lego Batman. Uh, looks like the Mega Man collection, Terraria, mm -hmm. Payday 2, Gears of War, Fable. Like, it's, it's a pretty big lineup. And they do say later on, they say games with gold and Xbox Game Pass are two different service offerings, offerings with unique benefits. Games with gold is an added benefit specific to Xbox Live Gold members that reward players with two to four free games each month to enjoy. Xbox mm -hmm. Game Pass is... Yes, they don't own. Right. Of course, they yeah. don't own it. Uh, same thing with the subscription pass, though. Uh, Xbox yeah. Game but Pass... But this doesn't require gold, I guess, to, to have. 
Right. No. Xbox Game Pass is a subscription-based service that gives you unlimited access to over 100 Xbox and Xbox 360 backwards-compatible games. That is a huge amount of games. It's a big number. Yeah. yeah. For 10 bucks a month, that's... yeah. That's almost worth and it. And supposedly these games will, I believe they said this on the Giant Bombcast, supposedly some of these games will um, do kind of a netflix type thing and will rotate in and out. So it's not like a permanent or necessarily ever-growing library, but yeah. it's still a, a ton. And they're at least launching with some heavy hitters like Halo 5 and stuff like that. Yeah, it says here in the article, the Xbox Game Pass library will be updated on a monthly basis with games being added sometimes games leaving players mm-hmm. will have access to all games on the pass as long as they remain in the library and the player remains subscribed should the player unsubscribe or a game leave the library the games will be removed but the saved data from these games will be saved should the player restart the subscription or purchase the game that's so the all issue of this that is... i have with the service that's the big sticking point for me that the bugs me is that once you once you have the subscription service if you're subscribed and you download a game it shouldn't be taken away from you because it's not offered to people who haven't gotten it yet right i i can right. kind of right. see like if you've already if you already have it downloaded you should be able to play it yeah no. yeah no you don't own it well i know like... i know i know but that's that's her point and that she's trying to make if you're no, exactly. If but if you're but if you're subscribing to have access to this game, you shouldn't be penalized just because they're taking it away for new people. Oh, I see what you're saying. That, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, if yeah. it roll if it rolls out of the an available offering. choices. Yeah, okay, yeah. If, if, it, if it's not if it's not an offering anymore, but you have it downloaded, you should still be able to play it. Uh, I mean, yeah. the reason the reason for that is that. The, and and the reason that they put that language in here, I can guarantee you, is that they are paying licensing for yeah. every single one of these games. Yeah. And if I'm nobody plays the game, if, yeah, yeah. If nobody plays a game, then they're not going to keep paying the the publisher to have it on the service. They're they're going to yeah. drop it. Yeah. yeah, they they, were they were speculating on the giant bombcast. They were wondering how money to publishers is going to work. Like, are they just paying a flat fee per month to to have the game on there? Is it going to be doled out how many, you know, how many times it's downloaded by pass holders or or what? I mean, they're not going to stay, obviously. But yeah, the the hope is that I'm sure their ultimate goal with this thing is to is to have it. Well, it's to make money, but also to have the but also to have the library like. Ultimately, they'd like that hundred game number to go up, not down, right? So, right, that's true. Um, hopefully, well, the- they they can get it to the point where, yeah, it's it's going. Uh, you know, they they manage to keep to to have it to put more games on it than they have to take away. So that that what, would be good. What I have said is that this, if if it is not intentionally a test bed for the end of ownership, it will be used as one. And mm-hmm. what what I mean by that is something that many game sites and tech sites have said for a long time, and that is eventually you will not own you will not own any facet of your game. Like now, you can still buy a disc copy of a game, obviously, and you own yeah. that disc copy. Digital games you don't technically own; you're they're licensed to you. They could revoke um, it from you if they so chose. Right. Um, so see people getting banned from Steam forever. And losing thousands of dollars in games. Ugh. What this is going to do is streamline that entire process 
make everything cheaper for the end consumer in the long run, but also mean that publishers get to make more money overall and that Microsoft gets to make money off of it overall. And it even helps kind of, in a way, help with the with the tying you into a single console kind of thing. Right. Because right. imagine the idea that certain games only get released on certain, you know, su- subscribe and play services or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it, the, the, all of the all that stuff will be extended. Like we still have exclusives now, but that can be extended into this. But at the same time, they also get to own you essentially, and they get to own your games so that even the games that you may have played six months ago, you still got to be paying $10 a month for those things because otherwise you don't get to play any of your games. And I mean, interestingly, this is kind of an odd counter or or a different counterpoint to the, to what Sony was trying. And I I don't know how successful they've been with it with PlayStation now, which is a very similar idea, except it's streaming. Uh, You're streaming the games and you never download them as opposed to this, where you're actually downloading a copy to your Xbox and it's running locally. And the difference is that uh, the Xbox One, you actually get to play games that are for the console that you own and not for the previous generation. That too, yes. So, uh, uh, yeah. it's And it's, also, it's... they're not streamed from a fucking web server that I guess is in Guatemala somewhere so that, you know, you don't have the, the 100 to 150 milliseconds of input lag on everything you do. Yeah. Also, this is half the price of PlayStation now, which is an objectively worse service. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I also want to say... I think that's going to force Sony to either either cut the price on that or maybe if they want that thing to keep going, go, okay, we're just going to let you download them instead, yeah. which is probably what they should have done from the beginning. Oh, yeah. but, so this is... They, well, so, they can't with the PlayStation 3 game. Yeah. Because, like, no, you're the, right. the funny the funny part with, with uh, that, too was that Sony made a big deal that oh uh, we we have more backwards compatibility because of PlayStation now but mm. then Microsoft comes out with their whole Xbox 360 backwards compatibility thing and I don't know if you remember when that came out one of the Sony execs went I don't know how they did it I genuinely <laughs> don't know how are they doing that how are they emulating <laughs> Xbox 360 hardware on the one it's brute, crazy brute force yeah <laughs> it's like that doesn't bode well for PS4 backwards compatibility with PS3 ever I, happening. I can imagine that the the moment that they came out and were like, "Hey, okay guys, we're going to make it and you need to you need to develop something where you have backwards compatibility with from the Xbox 1 and the, the 3 to the 360." I can imagine the employees being going like, "Yep. Yep, we're fucked. All of us are <laughs> fucked. Every single one." <laughs> We're yeah. going to get fired if we don't make this happen, and it's impossible. We're not going to make it happen. And they yeah. they somehow made it happen, and it runs really well. Uh, I bet it runs it really has something... well because, one, the, 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 the Xbox One is almost 10 years ahead in CPU technology, <laughs> and secondly, Microsoft owns Hyper-V. Like, they they have a whole team who does virtualization stuff. Like yeah. And they were just able to leverage all their technology and basically be like, yep, we can just brute force the CPU power, and here it is in software. Enjoy. I, I bet it has something to do with that tech that they're also coming out with that allows... It's, it allows ARM devices to run Win32 applications. Ooh. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's just, yeah, it's a straight-up virtualization layer in which they have a lot of experience with. So, because they make Hyper-V, which is a lightweight, like a lighter form competitor to VMware. So, they, they have people who can do that. <laughs> yeah. 
They uh, they yeah. have Microsoft has possibly the smartest people in the world working for them. So some of them for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but com- coming back to the actual article, this is this is something that I can definitely see becoming how games are played eventually. Yeah. Are yeah. you how, are you yeah. going to be getting the service? I can see Aroa getting the service. I will probably strongly consider it after I see the full games list. Because you had uh, the Origin one for a while, the the EA one. Um, well, yeah, I had it. I had it for Xbox. The PC one, I'm actually thinking about getting again. Um, Apparently, that seems to have gotten pretty good from what is, I've, I've heard. It is great, especially yeah. like because it's only five bucks a month, and you get so many good games, and some of them aren't even EA games. Like several of the games on there are are worth the cost of entry. And they're worth, and they cost normally like six months worth of the service. Like it's fucking great. Hmm. Okay, I'm probably, I'll probably wait a bit, but I probably will pick up the Xbox One, uh, Game Pass or whatnot. Uh, do you? I don't even know, Nick Lotus. You don't have an Xbox One, do you? No, I don't have an Xbox. I have a PS4. The Xbox really isn't worth owning, but this would be nice to play games that I don't feel like pirating. If I want to play 360 games, I'll just hook my 360 back up. Now, Parallax yeah, Abstraction. still works. Now, Parallax mm-hmm. Abstraction, if you lived in a place that actually had streaming services, would you get this service? Well, yeah. I mean, the uh, well, the Xbox One Game Pass, that is going to be available here. Uh, I believe that they've confirmed that. So, oh, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll definitely give it a I'll definitely give it a try. Yeah, I mean, if the if the lineup is good and the initial lineup looks looks pretty solid, uh, yeah, I, I'll give it a try absolutely. And uh, and uh, yeah, if it's something where you know you can jump in and out of it at any time, then uh, sure, yeah, I, I especially to play some uh, you know older 360 stuff that I that I've I've always been like, oh, I'd like to play that, but I don't feel like tracking it down on a disc. Um, yeah, that'd be pretty neat. That'd be good. All right, let's move mm-hmm. on. We've got two more stories to talk about. One story, uh, Amazon broke the internet. <laughs> Boy, didn't uh, they. So Smooth move. Apparently, one yeah. engineer had a little bit of a f- uh, fuck up and took out 30% of the internet the other day for yeah, about four hours. Yeah, due to a typo. GG, buddy. <laughs> now, now, I can say that this has happened. I mean, we spoke about it. Uh, I think you and I spoke about it at some point where uh, my my boss was trying to make it so that one person in the company could go to Facebook. And, oh, yes, yes. And it broke, <laughs> it broke the internet at my work for about half an hour. <laughs> and people don't like to admit it. And though there are a lot of people in charge of it, as someone who works in IT, I can tell you the internet can be a remarkably fragile thing. Yes. And <laughs> it doesn't so, take much to bring the whole house of cards down. <laughs> so instead, instead of unblocking that one website for that one person, my boss uh, blocked every website for every person. Oh, so wow. it's a little bit of yeah. a, he kind of did the opposite of what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so I can understand, like, I, I feel for this guy because uh, he's probably getting a very, very major tongue lashing and uh, hopefully he doesn't lose his job. I, I don't think he's going to lose his job for this, but that would suck if he did or she did yeah, well. rather. Uh, and so what what are you guys? Did you guys notice any websites go down because of this or was it just 
you were busy with work and didn't notice it until that was like, mostly me up. as I was at work at the time. I did notice some websites that I use were very, very slow uh, because I, I think they maybe didn't entirely rely on Amazon CDNs, but they did partially. Uh, yeah, and I think I, a couple of people at work were saying a couple of the sites for some of our vendors were inaccessible, which was a little fun, but I never, I didn't run into it that much. Right. I, and I know that Netflix runs a lot on Amazon services. Huh. They do. Netflix does. I think Reddit does. Um, I wonder if Amazon went down. Do. I'm sorry. I wonder if Netflix went down. But uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't remember hearing about I that. But so yeah, either. I'm not sure. Yeah, it might have been. On I think. Different... I think they might have. You. I think it might be that they used to run on AWS, but I'm not sure if they do anymore. I think Netflix now might be big enough. They just decided to do it themselves. Well, see, I thought they were doing it themselves, and then they found it was cheaper to run on AWS. And that may be the case too. I don't remember. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah, that's just a little bit of a typo and it breaks about 30% of the internet. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Amazon web services are great. Uh, but one thing I found hilarious on this was that if you went to the Amazon web services, um, if you went to the Amazon Web Services page and looked at their service status, they said that they were fine because part of the affected systems was the uh, service status server. No, um, <laughs> they, they did <laughs> fix that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and also, part of the reason why uh, they reading through one of these articles, I have two articles there. Reading through under the articles, Amazon said that the reason why it took so long for them to actually bring it back up was because they had a couple servers that had not been restarted in several years. And so they had several years of updates to apply. And so they were, they, yeah. So restart your servers every once in a while, guys. Come on. It was that and like they had to turn back on like, thousands of servers and they all had to do security checks whenever they started up yeah and like that the, like the physical powering on of computers just takes a long time yeah yeah when you're that's why they're all clustered so that theoretically you can do that you know yeah. uh, <laughs> you can do that in stages so that your site doesn't go down but in situations like that you're kind of like oh no <laughs> yeah. well, usually you, you would hope that an engineer wouldn't go take down everything except for one and you know <laughs> destroys your entire network they did yeah. say that they that this should be impossible from now on though good yeah. good i would hope so feels like they've they've learned they've learned the mistake so <laughs> so yeah they they're gonna be implementing new rules for their servers i would imagine a reboot cycle would be nice like once well, a month they're they're the one specific thing i read was that they now have it set to if performing a certain action will bring the the like server capacity below a certain threshold. It'll just deny the action, right? So, so that, I guess it'd be like, they, nah, son. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, it's because that's that's what caused the whole thing was somebody literally just putting in too many servers to go to take down at once. Yeah, and yeah. so now it it won't that. Like if, if it'll bring it down below, who knows how much? Probably like fifty percent or something like that. Then it'll be like, "Whoa, bruh, uh, don't don't do that." Okay. Yeah, and working <laughs> in listen, IT, listen, man, you don't you don't you, you don't want to do that, all right? Working in IT, we we all know that servers and computers can just be difficult, and so yes, they can. Uh, and people get really really upset when something doesn't load up. So. 
you know, we have to deal with 200 people. I can't imagine 30% of the internet messing no, up. No, there, there were some the people in, in, a terrify, in a terrified state uh, 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 over at Amazon, I guarantee you. Oh, yeah. Well, like when Facebook went down at one point in Southern California for about an hour. So it, it was just in Southern California. And people were calling 911 because they yes. couldn't reach Facebook. I remember that. People are retarded. But yes, they are. <laughs> in any case, let's move on to our last. We we've had some some serious stories this week, and this now is to the move most on. Serious one. This is the most the icon, the serious the seriousest of them all. Yep, super serial. I mean, we're talking about uh, some delicate things here. <laughs> so there, a uh, British company named British Condoms, actually, which is pretty pretty good name. I actually like it. So fancy. It's it's there. You're it's British it's. Condoms. Are you having a bully day? Yeah. So so they are releasing a. It's not a condom. It's an icon. So it's supposed to go uh-huh. over your condom. I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And it's a Fitbit for your dick. Yep, that's that's oh, what it is. Bit, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dick bit. And yeah. what it can do? It says, "What are the main features of the icon?" It says the icon will record calories burned during sexual intercourse, <laughs> speed of thrusts. This makes me awkward just to talk about how it. many thrusts. Total number of thrusts. <laughs> Frequency of sessions, which for me would be like once every three years. They're gamifying um, it, basically. Can I wear this yeah. while jerking off? Total total <laughs> duration. Yes. Total duration of sessions. Average <laughs> velocity of thrusts. I think, I think that's my favorite part, the velocity. Yeah, that's like, that's like when they measure, you know, the speed of pitches in baseball. It's like 200 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, girth measurement. Now this is this is one. It's in beta, and I don't know how they would do would do it. I would imagine <laughs> they use beta. Please it, provide feedback and bug reports. No, 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 no. This this particular this particular <laughs> feature is in beta. Is different positions used? Hot accelerometers. I guess I don't know. Sense like the angle, or yeah, yeah. yeah that's that, what that I'm would thinking. have to be it. Yeah, it would have to be like like it, it, you know because if you're. If you're like, do I'm trying to word this correctly? Okay, you could. I, I realistically, I could see how you'd go about figuring out like what position you're doing it in. But how do you do? Because you can do it with machine learning, but you have to get like you have to get seed data for that. So you just. All right, switch to doggy. All right, yes. There we are. Can you imagine? So can you imagine them paying people to to program these things? <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. So your your tasks today are uh, it's, uh, oh god reverse cowgirl. <laughs> yeah. Um, boy, oh and, boy. And, and the wheelbarrow. <laughs> well, you see, that's that's what I don't get. Like, because with 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 cowgirl or reverse cowgirl, I would imagine it would be a simpler <laughs> angle. Anyway, whatever. Uh, average, you know, so like every, everything's getting like, into you're weird either, analysis. You're either standing up or you're laying down like, or sitting yeah. maybe. Like, yeah. But the angle yeah. of, of, of where you are, the angle uh, of your thrusts comes pe- back into it. Yeah, it's the penis angle. That's gotta be it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what like, I'm thinking. Is it yeah. bent in any particular direction? And 
Yeah. Oh, no. So it's in beta testing. We will have more info on this. Is our dis- this is where how our dystopian future begins? It's it it, it uh... the dick fit. <laughs> yeah. And and average fit. skin temperature. Mm-hmm. What? That could be useful, maybe. I guess. I don't know. I can't Any wait of this for somebody... useful, really? I mean, I don't know. I well, can't now... wait for somebody to hack this and then blackmail the person who is using it and be like, oh, I'm yeah. going to reveal that you prefer this particular sexual position to everybody. Yeah. Also, uh, that girth me... measurement is rather embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it, it gives it gives it well the girth measurement gives the gives the term dick measuring contest a whole new meaning. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's like look, um, there's science behind this. And so, with and with the body temperature thing, it would be useful if you could like at least I'm I'm trying to think of actual uses for this, okay? And with the body temperature measurement, if the person wearing it has say a female partner and they're trying to conceive if they could if, if this if this device could track the body temperature of the female partner because sometimes your your body temperature comes into account if you're trying to conceive so i could see how that might be useful but this is for your this is for the man not the woman yeah. if, if you're in yeah. that kind of partnership or whatever i mean honest to god this entire thing is just sounds like gamification to like it is. it's natural it's natural like singularity conclusion really i so- just want to know what it looks like <laughs> They have a pay- they, I mean, they- imagine imagine it just looks like a cock ring. I, that's kind of what I was yeah. starting to think. Is that it must be yeah, a cock I, ring. I don't know. So it's the world's yeah. first smart condom. But it can't be a condom. But it's not but that's the thing, it's not, but right? It's a, smart it's, a, cock it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing that goes like and, yeah. and you know, just speaking from a practicality standpoint here, you know, oh. people, people enough already hate the fact of, oh, hang on, I've got to put this thing on. Now you've got to put a thing on the thing. And so, <laughs> make sure. Just a minute, I gotta make sure Bluetooth is turned on, and this is synced to my phone. Like, freaking really? So, so let me like, let me let, let me go over this real quick. It says, "What is Icon? Is an actual condom? Is it reusable?" It says, "No, the Icon is not an actual condom. It's a ring that will sit over the condom at the base, which you can use over and over again. It is extremely comfortable, water resistant, and lightweight. You won't even know it's it's there, ensuring maximum pleasure." And peace of Why mind. Why does this exist? That well, you if you can don't choose... even know it's there, then it's not even a cock ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I don't know. Um, so uh, it says you can choose any condom you wish to use in conjunction with the icon. Of course they want you to use the British condoms. Well, um, you don't want to use a, a condom. Yeah, yeah, you could do that too, probably. Yeah. Um, then just stay. If you don't want to use one, then just staple it on or whatever. <laughs> no, I, I, I think <laughs> you, you can just wrap it. it in tape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so it's, so how long does a charge last? It lasts, it's a, it's efficiency is incredible. So each charge will last about six to eight hours worth of live usage. (laughs) For whenever you're really going in for the long haul. Or that, is, that is that that is is two to two and a half Viagra pills, just so you're... Just uh, so it says all data will be anonymous, but users will have the option to share the recent data with... <laughs> Why? No! Wait, 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 wait. Share their data with friends or <laughs> indeed the world. Just when you think your brother-in-law's Facebook post can't get any worse, it's friggin'... <laughs> Um, I and- achieved a new thrusting high score tonight. It's, it's- <laughs> how, how, Jesus Christ. how much will the icon cost? The icon will retail for 60 euros and will carry a one-year warranty. It will be available for purchase at britishcondoms.uk only. 
initially, but given the huge amounts of interest from retailers around the world, mm -hmm. uh, no doubt Icon will be available worldwide. So, anyone, okay, one anyone, other thing, one-year warranty. How much must you hate your life if you're the poor bastard who has to process RMA returns at that company? <laughs> <laughs> you literally basically have like four layers of gloves on, I imagine, when you're working I with would those. just be like, oh, yep. That poor bastard. <laughs> They're uh, probably going to have the, the ability be like, yep, sounds like it's broken. We'll just send you a new one. No, no. Yeah, it's just like they come right in and go straight into the incinerator. It's like we ain't even touching it. Yep. <laughs> I, I would just like some some places you go in for a warranty and they're like, no, don't send it back. That's hey, please probably, don't. Yeah, please, <laughs> please don't. We don't um, want to we're fine. It. It's it's cool. <laughs> so they're not taking payments until they have a release date set. However, they are allowing early bird registration for the icon. So if you'd like to be the first in line to own the icon, please use the register my interest form to fill out and get regular so, updates on release date and availability. The future so, uh, of your sex life starts here. <laughs> So review coming on readandentertainment.com when? Um, <laughs> if you guys that can video find... video would probably not be advertiser-friendly by YouTube. But... If, no. if you can find somebody that's willing to test this product with me, then uh, sure. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to lie. If it wasn't $60, <laughs> I'd, I'd probably get it... For, yeah, euro, so it's like 75 bucks. Yeah, I'd probably get it as a joke. And I'd probably even like get the data and everything. That sounds like it'd be a great prank gift. Like yeah. the office, the office white elephant party. Perfect. <laughs> oh man. No, but I, I think I think I think either unless the, unless they're holding back to release this. Pardon my pardon my phrasing, to uh, put out the information about this at a later date. I think they're missing out on a huge opportunity for. Uh, accessories you know peripherals both for reproductive and pleasure purposes i mean think about all the stuff you could put on this thing to you know be more than just a a, a dick bit if you will aroa yeah. you know if there if, it, if it's if it's an actual you know toy more than just you know yeah, let's it, see like, let's it, see how let's see how fast you can you can bang somebody yeah if <laughs> they could if they like um could maybe make it vibrate yeah, I mean that's that, that, like that'd that. be the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah, it feels like the natural evolution of this product, right? Yeah, put I a mean, little motor yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. So, boy, yeah, Internet of Things, people. It it is it yep. is it is it is upon us. In in yeah. So you had uh, a quote about the Internet of Things related to this, didn't you? Well, sort of. So I, I originally, when I first saw this posted by somebody on Twitter the other day, it was posted with a headline that it was actually a, a smart condom. So it was no. actually the, the whole thing. And what the guy said was, he said, given the paper mache quality of most Internet of Things devices these days, I can only imagine what's going to happen with this thing. Mm. But it not. Yeah. It being just an add on. That's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. just a, a, a ring that goes around. Uh Anyway, so that that's our our podcast. We talked about dicks there for about ten minutes. Good, good. That sounds yep. sounds about right. Quarter so, so parallax abstraction. Where can we find you? Uh, so I'm on uh, YouTube at YouTube.com/slash/pxabstraction. I am also on. Well, I'm streaming to all of the services now, thanks to Restream. So I am on Twitch, Hitbox, and Beam at the same ending. Um. 
there's probably a couple of videos coming up this week. I streamed a bunch of Zelda yesterday. I'm probably going to start switching off between Zelda, Neo, Yakuza 0, and Horizon Zero Dawn, because at some point I should I want to try to finish all these games before the next millennium, but no promises. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of uh, retro flashbacks coming this week and maybe some other stuff as well, so all kinds of stuff happening. And Nick Lotus, where can we find you? I am on YouTube and Facebook as Nick Lotus Plays, and I'm on Twitter and Tumblr as Nick Lotus. Don't you have another uh, another YouTube as well? Oh, uh, Nick Lotus 84 is a channel that has not been active for a while. Uh, I had some copyright issues, and and just it ended up this was this Nick Lotus Plays was my secondary Let's Play channel, but then I had some copyright issues where I couldn't monetize my videos on my old channel, so I just decided to make Nick Lotus Plays my primary channel. Oh, but okay. if you feel like you know going back to my my old videos from my old channel, you know, there's I, I have a link to my old channel from my current one. Okay. And we have Aroa. Where can we find you? Yeah, YouTube, Aroa1337, Twitch, Aroa1337, Twitter at Aroa. I got a Facebook uh, music blog is satanoscillate.tumblr.com. Um, just if you, if you look for my username, if I'm on there, that's my username. It's either Aroa or what, Aroa1337. Exactly. Don't and- add me on anything because I'll never talk to you. You talk to me though. I don't. That, that Meanwhile, was you guys, anyone who's <laughs> interested in talking to me, please do because I love interacting with 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 audience members. Yes, me too. Social phobia. I do not. I. That's why I. Uh, I actually met. So I think I met all of you because I randomly messaged you guys. So yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Aroa, I messaged on Lordcat when they had still had their forums i i started talking to him there and then parallax abstraction i started talking to via youtube because his avermedia extreme cap u3 video and then, yeah that was three capture devices ago <laughs> <laughs> and nick lotus i know now we met when there be geeks was still a thing i think yeah you yeah well Twitter. it was it was on well, actually on on YouTube back when I was on my old channel, I had posted a prompt for people to kind of give me their their takes on. It was it was kind of I was kind of trying to get this thing off the ground where it was like a, a community, like a crowdsourced kind of project talking about a different topic from different perspectives. And so I was prompting people to to give me their interpretation of the word play. And and you sent me a video response. You posted a video response to that prompt, and then we friended each other and started talking after that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I have no problems just randomly mes- messaging people because it usually ends up pretty well. I haven't been, uh, I haven't and been. And you know what? They tell you yet. that too. You know, when you're trying to grow YouTube channels or you want to even, even when you're like me and you're trying to get review codes for games and things like that, a lot of people just say, you know, just, just email people. Sometimes, even if they're a lot bigger than you, sometimes you'd be surprised at the response you get. I need to message uh, PewDiePie. That's what I need to do. Right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I noticed me. Ah! That's ah, Fuck all you all friends. I have I have PewDiePie now. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, just, just message him Heil Hitler, and then you'll have something in common. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be like, ah, you get me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me, Nathan Reetonspruth. I'm Reeton everywhere. So, uh, Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on Twitch, Reeton on uh, Beam. You can find me on YouTube at 
uh, I believe it's youtube.com forward slash Reeton, or I just rebranded my channel to Reeton Entertainment. So whenever I, I post a comment, it's going to come up as Reeton Entertainment now instead of Yeah, Reeton your old URL still counts. Yeah, so uh, youtube.com forward slash Reeton and youtube.com forward slash Nathan Spruth should get you there. And you can also go and look up Reeton Podcast on iTunes and find the podcast if you're listening elsewhere. And press the little subscribe button. It'll automatically download to any of your iDevices or if you have iTunes on your computer. And if you have Google Play Music, look up Retin Podcast, both of which the links are posted down below. I finally took the effort of four seconds to actually put the links in the uh, in the little blurb down below. So you can click on that and press the subscribe button. And it'll automatically download the new podcasts every single Sunday when we record them. So I thank you guys for being here this week. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, I was here. You were here. And I'll talk to you guys <laughs> next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.